Hey everyone, how's it going? This is the Out for Blood podcast. My name is Shane Hubbard and I'm joined by my co-host. Hi, um, my name is Rachel Parley. I'm the marketing manager at Houch and Blood Bank. And this is our first podcast episode, as I'm sure you noticed, because you are you downloaded it and everything like that. So what we're going to do first is just introduce ourselves, um, how we came to the company, our roles within the company. Uh, we're both in the marketing department, so that's where we're coming from. So Rachel, if you would like to start off with your introduction. Yeah, so I've been with Houchin for about a year and a half now. I started as an associate account manager, so blood drives, made sure all of the logistics were going well, uh, helped recruit donors, kind of trickled into the marketing area. I do have a degree in marketing, so that's always been my forte. Um, I ended up becoming the marketing manager at the end of last year, and it's been smooth sailing ever since. So, Awesome. My name is Shane Hubbard. I am the creative development coordinator and I started with Houchin. I was first a, do a donor and I started with Houchin about three and a half months ago now. Um, I started in distribution, which is what we do when we pack up all the blood before it actually leaves the hospital. So um, I started there and I do have a background in marketing um, with, um, with personal training and some other stuff that I do on the side. So I'm very familiar with social media. Um, I'm very familiar with what it takes to get people engaged and create posts that are really engaging and gets the community involved because uh, that's the most important thing. It is a, we are a community and we are a family. So yeah, that's my role at Houchin and I'm very happy to be doing it now. Yeah. So Shane and I really are just focusing on spreading the word about the importance of blood donations and encouraging donors to come in and donate. And so that's kind of where this podcast all started. We wanted to of course, encourage people to come and donate, share the education um, behind all of the blood products that we offer, as well as create some fun stories. We're going to invite some blood recipients, some of our avid blood donors, um, bring in some of our phlebotomists here and there to share some of their craziest stories with different donors. So we want to mix it up and we want to provide a variety of different options to keep it entertaining. So I think another good direction to go in after that for those that don't, maybe you know, you've heard the Houchin name, you've, you know, you've maybe you've even donated, but you don't know everything that goes into it. Um, maybe you've donated blood before. Um, I know that when I was first becoming a donor, I just, I just thought it was a, a blood center. I didn't know that we also did things like plasma and platelets. Mm -hmm. So Rachel, what are, um, what are some things about platelets that people should know more about that maybe they don't already know? Yeah. So we offer whole blood platelets and plasma. And a lot of people, when they think of Houchin Blood Bank, they think blood and only whole blood, which is the most common that people donate. But there's also platelets and plasma. So platelets and plasma are used primarily on cancer patients and burn victims. It, it does take a longer process um, for the overall donation, um, but it's just as important as whole blood. And um, you can save up to five lives when you're donating platelets and plasma. Whole blood, you can save up to three lives. Wow. Yeah. See, I had no idea about any, anything when it related to platelets. I think that's pretty cool. And, and, um, plasma, I didn't, I didn't even know what that was to be completely honest. I mm -hmm. mean, did you know what plasma was when you first started donating? No, I had no yeah. idea what plates and plasma were. I yeah. was Googling while donors were asking me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I think another good thing to talk about, especially considering this is the first episode is some of the history of Houchin. Um, Houchin is the, the biggest blood bank in Kern County. So mm -hmm. many people know that, but they don't know how we started, maybe why we started, uh, things like that. So what, you know, take us like back, maybe like a summarized version of that. Cause I don't know as much as you do. <laughs> 
Well, we were founded in 1951. So matter of fact, this year we're celebrating our 70th year anniversary, which is amazing. Yeah. 70 years. Wow. Yeah. So, um, main reason why Houghton Community Blood Bank even got started in the first place is because we didn't have a sole provider in Kern County and we saw a, our hospital saw a need for it and our community saw a need for it. So, um, group of people got together and opened the doors for Houchin and that's how it came about. And, uh, it's just looking back at pictures, um, and just seeing how much it's evolved uh, and changed as well as how much of the community has come together and knows the Houchin name. It's just amazing. Um, and we are the sole provider for all of the hospitals in Kern County and we're starting to trickle out to other hospitals and outlying areas. Um, we are in Santa Clarita as well. We're mobile based there. So we work with Henry Mayo and uh, different hospitals in the LA area. Of course, our focus is to provide locally first in Kern County and in Santa Clarita. And then from there, we'll help pr provide for other blood banks as well. And for those that don't know, just yesterday we had a World Blood Donor Day, which was an awesome day. We had these custom cookies made for all the donors, and um, it was really cool. As I was creating some of the the social posts for that announcement and for the day, um, there's a lot of these old photos that I dug up, and to see how blood banking has has come over the years and how many more advancements on the scientific side of things, but also just the community growing and becoming a, a a bigger part of, of the, of the Kern County environment has been really, really cool, especially someone mm -hmm. who I, I, I don't originate from Bakersfield. I wasn't born and raised here. I grew up in LA. So coming here and being a part of a smaller community has been a lot of, it's really, really awesome. Both my parents are from small uh, towns. And so it's, I like that feel. And I like mm -hmm. that how Houchin focuses on the community and doesn't just, you know, give blood to just anyone. We really want our, our people in our own hospitals to get what they need and, and people who donate to be able to give back to their community in that way. Yeah. Well, for Kern County specifically, if, if you know me, I'll always say Bakersfield is a big city with a small town feeling. And so having that community support is just phenomenal. So if we ever put a cry out, matter of fact, this year, we've just been seeing huge fluctuations and for the blood supply and not, it's not good. So we're really encouraging people to come in and donate. And typically when we put that word out to the community, they hear us right away and they're coming through those doors. Yeah. In fact, we were talking to Patrick yesterday. He came in our office. If you, you obviously don't know who Patrick is, but uh, <laughs> what what's his what's his title again? He's blood inventory manager. Right. He's mm -hmm. the blood inventory manager. And so he was talking to, you know, he'll come into our office because obviously we're in marketing and, you know, he'll say things like, hey, we need we need the community to get, you know, rally together because mm -hmm. it's it's low. And and, uh, you know, obviously the pandemic has been uh, kind of it's kind of been interesting because at least the beginning, I know a lot of people were were trying to do their best to come out and support us. Mm -hmm. And we saw better numbers than we usually would see with a pandemic. But um, as it started, as people started to go back to work, as life started, start, started to sort of return back to normal, um, we've seen less and less people uh, donating, which is understandable because, I mean, you're, you're getting everything back in, in track. But, you know, people need blood every single day and, and that need yeah. never changes. So, yeah, anything you can do to, to make an appointment and get in would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, a lot of people are just getting back to their normal routines and it's summer as well. Right. So people are going on vacation because they weren't able to go last year. Uh, so 
donating blood is just not the forefront of people's minds. And so it's still sharing how important it is. And whether it's pandemic or not, blood is always, always needed. Um, so it's just showing that importance to, to everybody and educating. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think it would be good to talk a little bit about what the overall premise of, of the podcast is. I think Rachel sort of hinted at it in the beginning. Um, but what we want to do with this podcast, one of the things I think would be awesome is to have, um, you know, people within Houchin and also, you know, if it's, if it's even possible to have donors or, or trans blood transfusion recipients come in and talk about their own experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one thing we're going to do. Do you want to add anything to that? Well, we we don't hear too many stories, but when we do hear stories from uh, blood recipients, they're, everybody's story is different, and it brings tears to my eyes almost every single time I hear these stories. And so we want to get a group together, different individuals, to really share that story and share their experience of how their lives have been positively affected because of receiving blood. and. Even donors, I mean, we have some donors that are over 25 gallons, which that takes over 25 years to achieve. So that in itself is a huge, huge accomplishment because just to reach one gallon, it takes about a year and a half. So that's a very large commitment. That's definitely one thing I had no idea. I thought I would get my gallon in like three or four visits. (laughs) And I realized it's like eight different visits Mm -hmm. to get a gallon and, and it goes to show you just, you know, how committed some people are. It's like, it's like brushing their teeth, you know, Mm -hmm. every, every eight weeks they make an appointment, they get really into it. They see it, you know, as a, as a way of giving back to community. And, you know, that sort of thing makes you feel good, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's giving back to your community in a different way, but donating blood is definitely one of those things that you can, can do uh, for the better of everyone. We always tell blood donors that they are heroes. We call them Houch and heroes, which it's a true statement because you you're saving three lives with in, within an hour of your time. And so, I mean, that's, that's amazing. If you're, you just go in for an hour and give somebody a pint of blood and you're saving three lives, it's a huge impact you have on somebody's life. Permanent yeah. impact too. Right. Yeah. And, and those people, a lot of times will need multiple transfusions. So every time you donate, you're keeping someone alive mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. And, and there's not, and for some people, there's not a lot of other options. Like that's what helps, yeah. you know, them. And so they rely on those things. And so, yeah, it's, it's a great, it's a great experience. Yeah. Well, to kind of put it in perspective too, I mean, one car accident victim could use over 80 units of blood. So that's 80 people. Right. That's a lot of people that need to come in. And sometimes that's only one of our inventory days. And so if a big tragic event happens, if multiple tra- tragic events happen, we need to make sure we have that supplies ready. Absolutely. Um, so I think the next thing that would be cool to talk about is why we, I mean, we sort of been talking about it here and there all the, uh, you know, throughout the entire podcast, but why we do what we do. And maybe we can both share our personal reasons why we, mm-hmm. we love working for Houchin and why Houchin does what we do. Yeah. Well, I can start it off. Sure. Um, when I first started with Houchin, um, I I really didn't know the impact that it had on people's lives. Um, in the next episode, I'll get into more details of kind of where I started with my blood donor journey. Um, but it's just been 
it's been crazy, especially being in marketing is I help gather stories in order to put it out to the public. And again, just some of the stories that I've heard, it just, it pulls the heartstrings and it just reminds me how important it is for, for what we do and spreading that word. And it just makes me happy to wake up in the morning knowing that I'm literally helping save lives. I mean, who who else really gets to do that? <laughs> I mean, first responders and things like that. But it's very rare when you get to just wake up knowing that you're going to be helping save lives. So you'll, you'll hear me say save lives all the time just because I, I love to do it, obviously. And yeah. um, it just impacts me in a positive way. I, I sort of have a similar start anyway. Um, I, I really had no idea. I didn't even know what a blood bank was until I moved to, to Bakersfield. And, um, I, I mean, I, I got the idea that, you know, there was inventory of blood for when we needed it, that we could save it. But it wasn't until I started working in distribution, which is where we, you know, package the orders for hospitals when they call us and say, Hey, we have somebody that needs, you know, this much blood, or we need someone who needs platelets or, uh, you know, a cancer patient needs these platelets. And so, when I actually got involved and was, uh, you know, packing those order, I felt responsible for making sure that that person got the product they needed in the way mm-hmm. they needed it. And that really made me feel in, a part of the process. And I, I, I only have one other time during when I started donating that I actually felt that way. And that was when I f- first gave blood. I, I didn't really know the, the sort of the history or the life of, of blood once it leaves my body, you know, where does it go? And as I started to learn more and more, and I even had met someone who got a blood transfusion and just how grateful they are. Cause it's, it's mm-hmm. literally lifeblood. It's what they, it's what they need to survive. And to see the, you know, the look on somebody's face that's received a uh, blood transfusion or even platelets is, mm-hmm. is amazing. So I do what I do because I want to make sure that like in in Rachel's case, we get the stories, we hear what's going on within the community, but also within Houchin, we want to make sure that everyone understands the importance of what's going on, but also how we can sort of give back to our donors and say, you know, thank you for taking time out of your day to to do this Mm -hmm. for us. We're thankful for each and every person that comes into that door. I mean, all of our donors are volunteer based. um, And so people are just taking time out of their day to come out and donate. And I mean, that means a lot to a lot of people in our community. So. Awesome. Well, we sort of already talked about the importance of, of donating, but was there anything else, Rachel, that you wanted to touch on in that, in that aspect of things? Um, well, so of course the importance of donating. I can kind of walk through the the process of donating. Yeah, I think well. that would be a good idea. Yeah, that's a good um just introduction. So when you walk into the doors, so we have two donor centers in Kern County and then as I mentioned, we're mobile based in Santa Clarita and also we have mobiles in Kern County as well. So whether you're at a mobile or you're walking into a donor center, we do accept walk-ins, but we do recommend appointments. Um you'll walk up to our our front desk um, or to one of our tables in front of the mobiles, and you'll be greeted by somebody at registration or one of our account managers. They'll ask for your a photo ID, and then they'll ask you to fill out their donor questionnaire there. They will ask for your just basic information, address, birthday, um, get you all checked in. Once all of your donor questionnaire is filled out, which you can also do online ahead of time at www.hcbb.com, 
And you can fill out the donor questionnaire. Once all of that is done, you'll go over to one of our screening rooms where a nurse or phlebotomist, they'll just do a a pre-screening. They'll ask you confidential questions just about your health history. They'll perform a mini physical, which means uh, temperature. They'll check your hemoglobin, which is also um, known for iron. And depending if you're male, female, there's different iron um, limit that you have to meet. And so we just suggest eating meat and different types yeah, of... Yeah, if you ever need dietary advice on keeping your iron high, just let me know. Ask Shane. <laughs> yeah. He's very knowledgeable I'm, on I that. I love nutrition. So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um, so after, if all of that is good, um, then you'll move on to the donation chair. And that takes about eight to 10 minutes total. And that that's pretty fast. Yeah. And so... Um, really from there, it's smooth sailing, um, the actual donation. So typically the overall process could be about 45 minutes to an hour, depending on what the wait time is like. After the donation, we have a canteen at our donor centers or on the buses, we have snacks and, um, some, some drinks and things like that. We also have La Rosa popsicles at our donor centers, which a lot of our donors really love. So that's the overall process really quick and simple. And as I mentioned, platelets and plasma, it's a little bit of a different process. You have to meet more qualifications. It's a longer process, um, which we can get into more details. We'll probably have an episode solely on platelet and plasma because it's just, uh, there's a lot of information that goes behind it. So. Yeah. Yeah. And what's cool, like if, if you've never donated platelets before and you're maybe a little intimidated by the fact that it's can be, you know, upwards to uh, total two to two and a half hours, uh, we have TVs and Netflix. So if you've been waiting to watch mm-hmm. a movie for a while and you haven't got around to it because you're a very busy person that, you know, that's what I do anyway. <laughs> I find something on Netflix. I'm like, next time I donate, that's what I'm going to watch. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah. Uh, I would say, do you want to add on maybe somebody who's terrified of donating? Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, we'll get into my story because I was terrified of donating. I hate needles. I can't watch them put it in. I can't look at needles like if they're just hanging out, if they're hanging out, if they ever would be, that would be kind of odd. But if like if I see a needle, I just I just don't like it. And what I had to sort of coach myself through the, the process of being able to donate because, you know, it does. If you're someone who isn't a fan of needles or maybe just really busy, you sort of have to convince yourself that this is a more important process than something that you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're dealing with personally. And that's what I had to, to do. So when I first started donating, I, what I would do is I would just pinch myself when, when the needle would go in and somehow that distracted me, even though I was also getting pinched by the needle. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I mean, there's lots of, you know, there's lots of, th- we just had a woman on social media actually, who we shared her story. Um, she's using donating as a motivation to get over her fear of needles, which is awesome. I mean, yeah. I can't think of anything better than saving a life to help you get over your fear of, you know, something that's, you know, troubling you for a long mm-hmm. time. Well, don't forget, follow us on social media Absolutely. at Hodgson, uh, Blood Bank. So we're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We're fairly active on there. So yeah, follow us. Um, but it's just stories like that. I was doing a tour around one of our donor centers with one of our 10 gallon donors 10 gallons, I had mentioned, that takes years of commitment. So that's over 10 years of being committed to blood donations. She's terrified of needles. She told me that um, one of her friends somehow convinced her to come in and donate blood so that he could get out of class for high school. And um, the teacher wouldn't believe him if he was just going by himself. (laughs) So he grabbed his friend to go. And she said ever since then, 
she just thought it was it was worth that small pinch of pain right to i mean save save three lives and she's been doing it ever since and she said she still has a fear of needles and that's after 10 years of donating blood but she says it's it's worth it right yeah that's that's pretty powerful mm -hmm. um one thing too if you're if you do follow us on social media we have quizzes and lots of ways for you to engage with our stories. We, we love to hear your, either your own story. We love to hear, um, maybe something that you would like us to ask a question. You know, our website has tons of information, but if you're ever following us and you have a question, that's a great place to interact with us. Yeah. We always, uh, we try to have different days where we do fun fact Fridays or wellness Wednesdays. As Shane mentioned, he's, he's big on nutrition. So we always are trying to tell donors on, uh, how they can hydrate better, how they can get more sleep, how they can increase their help increase their iron before they come in and donate. Um, we just like to update people how many donations we get every month. Um, we have a goal of we want to get 40,000 donations before the end of the year, which, of course, is a lot of donations, but we can do it. The community will rise to the yeah. occasion. And if you want to see me dance horribly in a blood suit, <laughs> you can also go on Instagram and watch that. If that's the only reason you go to social media and add us, then we're okay, okay with that for now. You'll, <laughs> you'll enjoy our other content too, but that will get you, that'll get you in. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we also, we actually do have a TikTok uh, as well. And so we're always trying to come up with different ways to, of course, stay trendy. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of trends on, on, on TikTok that transfer easy to you know, any, any sort of industry. Mm -hmm. And, um, part of the fun is figuring out how it works for blood, do blood donating. So yeah. that's always fun. I think it'll involve a lot of the blood suit if I'm, if I'm in charge of that. <laughs> Basically it's just Shane and I making fools of ourselves. Yeah, but. exactly. And sometimes <laughs> Simon will come in and he's a great actor though. He, he puts us both to shame. That guy's, that guy's on point. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, well, do you have anything else that you want to add? No, I think that's, I mean, I would, I would say if you have been wondering what the donation process is like, if there's anything that you have questions about, feel free to always reach out to us. You can either, you know, call us, um, or you can reach out to us on social media if that's easier for you. Um, but yeah, we're always here to, to help. We're always here to answer questions. Um, I know that when I first got started with, with donating, I, I, I actually did a little bit of research, like what should I expect? Because I want to know. Mm. I hate going into things blind. And so um, if you're a new donor, that's what I would recommend. Most people that have donated kind of get the the gist after a while. And they they mm. just, it's just about reminding them that, hey, you're, you're eligible to donate. So yeah, I think it's the last thing I'd say. Well, and on our website as well, which uh, it's hcbb.com. If you have any questions, let's say you have diabetes, it doesn't necessarily defer you from... Um, donating blood as long as you meet the requirements on there. But there's a breakdown that we have on our frequently asked questions tab on the website. Um, we get a lot of questions about if you have been pregnant and you're breastfeeding. Um, there's all that information. Really, majority of the common questions are on there. How long does the process take? What is platelets? What is plasma? Um, and if you've received a vaccination, things like that. That's, yeah, that's all a big on our one website. Right now. Yeah. yeah. And so if you, if you do have any questions, you could always call us and it's at 661-323-4222. Um, and we'll answer any of your questions. Um, and if we don't know the answer, we'll find somebody that does. Yeah. There's always somebody who knows. We have people that have been working there since, well, probably not since Houncher was founded because that, <laughs> that would be really, really long, but you know, for up to 30 years. So there's always someone who 
knows the industry and knows, you know, what the answer to those questions are. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you everybody for tuning in today. Um, it was fun talking and, um, letting you guys know what really what blood donations are about and where we all started. So, uh, make sure to subscribe and, uh, we look forward to talking to you guys next time. Yeah. See you guys later.